Hi everyone, this is Ray of The Fashion Pulpit and welcome back to another episode of The Power of Swapping. And you all know that we are running a series where we go outside Singapore and talk to different individuals or organizations who are building a swap communities in different cities um, across the globe to learn their stories and get inspired. And for this specific episode, we are taking you to Tokyo where we will be talking to um, Dia, who is the founder of Swap Stories Tokyo. Hi, Dia. Hi, Lee. Thank you so much for taking the time to talk to us about swapping, the things that we both love. Yeah, no, I'm so happy to be here. Like I was saying, I really love your podcast and it's so great to you know, see that there are so many other swap enthusiasts around the world. So I'm, I'm excited. Same here. So let's jump into the conversation. Can you tell us and, 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 and share us a story of like, how did you get started? Um, how did you start clothes swapping in Tokyo? So it actually all started with what we call in Japan a sayonara sale. So that's basically, you know, when you're leaving a house or you're moving, uh, moving house, moving uh, city or country. In my case, it was country. So actually, I'm from India and uh, I moved, uh, you know, to Japan about two years back. So in the process of moving so that, you know, the move happened because, uh, you know, I got a job in Tokyo. So in that process, I realized, so I had to move from my, you know, regular sized house, uh, you know, Asian house to like, you know, a tiny apartment in Tokyo. So I think uh, that process really made me think about, you know, all the clothes that I had accumulated over the years. Um, and I was like a online shopping addict in India. So, you know, I had really accumulated a lot of clothes and uh, I had to sort of give them away. So I had a little uh, sayonara sale kind of thing for my friends. And, you know, we, I just, you know, called them over and uh, that whole process, uh, it, it really made me think about, you know, first the, the amount of stuff we just accumulate and also, um, you know, how, uh, you know, how amazing it can be if you can pass it on to someone who, you know, who love and use those things. So um, that's how it all started. So it was first a secondhand sale that you did. Yeah. How did it transition from the conventional way of how we understand secondhand sales to swap? Yeah. So when I came to Japan, uh, I did attend some swap events here and there. And, uh, you know, that, that whole concept really appealed to me uh, because, uh, so I think in, in Japan also as a, so another sort of layer to it is that you know, as an expat myself in Japan, sometimes, uh, you know, I find that uh, the clothes that, uh, you know, are available, you know, in, in store, they tend to be very tailored to like the Japanese kind of style and the Japanese kind of body type as well. So, you know, I think this is something that a lot of expats experience in, in, in Tokyo and in Japan, where you can't really find something that is, it's, you know, it, it, it doesn't really feel right. So um, I think it's a combination of those things and also the fact that in Japan, uh, spaces are really 
uh, you know like a real luxury and disposal is really hard so you know to there's a whole very elaborate system of like you know how you dispose stuff so which is i mean because they segregate uh, you know garbage in a very systematic way so um all that put together i just thought that uh, you know this would be a great new format uh, for people to also uh, you know get to know each other even not just in the expat community but in general people living in tokyo uh, so this is the way for them to kind of get to know each other um yeah and and the other thing is that uh the what really triggered it was last year you know we were all sort of isolated just sitting at home you know and for me personally also like i hadn't really made you know i didn't have the chance to make any friends because i just moved into this new city and new country so and i was just about making friends uh, you know at work my my sort of full time work but um you know but you know this the lockdown happened and all of that so this was really so i just thought okay you know why don't i start an instagram thing and just and see how it goes and i started off by just posting pictures of me wearing you know thrifted clothes or whatever you know and then i slowly got to know that uh you know there is this whole swap community and i decided to actually build a community and I, then so actually when when i started doing that i met um uh, you know cc and cat from the, the organization called sustainable living tokyo and that's when it really started so that's when it really took off and so we we were both we had the goal of you know having these swap events and things like that so together with them i sort of uh, you know started having the swap events nice and was it something that you just found your love for second hand in tokyo or you've always been a lover of second hand back in india so it's actually a relatively new thing i i think i was a love of um affordable fashion for sure <laughs> you know so uh, uh so it's so in india that was in the form of online shopping like e-commerce because everything was so easily accessible and uh, you know i personally also like to kind of um for me fashion is about feeling a little bit upbeat and you know like uh you know like you starting your day on a good note kind of thing right. and expressing your identity so uh, i kept you know buying stuff regularly but then i realized you know that that has a really negative environmental impact and i started reading more about that so i feel like swap is a good way to still be able to do that and still still kind of switch your wardrobe every now and then but do it in a sustainable way right and can you take us through during your first swap event how was it like so um actually the the very first swap event was online because this was during the lockdown and you know we couldn't actually hold a physical swap event so we tried one online we experimented with some stuff you know on facebook and everything and so it was it was a small group of you know eight people and uh, but but we we were actually pleasantly surprised uh, you know with the kind of response that we got even then um and just especially in that time i think it was very important for people to see each other you know and just see that you know there are other people out there and you know who have a shared passion for this 
So I think um, the, the fact that it was able to connect some people was really fulfilling. So it started with an online version and then we all met up in person later on. So it was like, you know, we met, I made some new friends, you know, we all kind of met each other and um, that's how it really started. Amazing. And I'm guessing that if you organize a swap event um, from in India or in Japan, it's going to be super different. Yeah. And what made you think that the, the whole concept of swapping is highly accepted in, in, in Japan as compared to India? What do you think are like the differences? Yeah, yeah, for sure. I think in Japan, like you said, I think Japan is one of the markets where thrift is huge. You know, the, every corner, everywhere you go. In fact, it's so it it's such a coincidence, but it so happened that the place that I found my home in in Tokyo happens to be a thrift hub. So yeah, so that was really exciting, and you know, I got to go around and so I mean, it's it's I mean, quite quite close to where I stay, there are a lot of thrift stores, and of course, there are different thrift hubs like that in in Tokyo. And uh, I think thrifting as a concept is very well established here. Uh, also, maybe some of these reasons might be contributing to it. The fact that people want to give away stuff. They don't want to keep a lot of stuff in their homes because there's no space, you know. And at the same time, uh, there is also that kind of like hipster culture, you know, where like you vintage and, you know, secondhand is considered aspirational. And, um, you know, so... Um, and actually, actually, it may even, uh, the fact that it's more accepted may even tie back to something that is fundamentally Japanese, which is this culture of, or this concept of motainai, which in Japan uh, means the regret of waste. Mm. So, so that is something that, you know, even from ancient, like the Edo period in Japan, it was, a, it was something that, uh, you know, everyone did not, uh, so it's not really something that's new it's something that it, it's very deeply rooted in the culture uh so for instance like you know a woman would uh wear her i mean use her kimono for about you know 20 years or you know and then when it couldn't be used anymore like she would try to keep mending it right, when it right. couldn't be used anymore she would use the rags uh, for something else you know for cleaning or whatever mm-hmm. or you know she would even then if even the rags couldn't be used she would use that as um, to burn, you know, for firewood and things like that. So it it's really kind of rooted in the culture. I think the difference, the big difference um, in the secondhand culture of Japan, as you just have mentioned, it's deeply rooted to their um, heritage or that's the common practice that they have been um, doing. And what do you think are some of the lessons that we can learn from these practices, especially countries in Asia that perceive secondhand as not as they're we're not as open as as as, Japan, as Japanese because it's not part of like how we are um, trained or how we can consume fashion. And now, yes, secondhand is becoming um, more popular and common to everyone because there's a hip, um, hipster movement that is going on and it's cool now to trip. But do you think we will surpass this trend and be able to really implement this kind of lifestyle as part of, as part in our daily life and not just like a trend? 
Yeah. Definitely. I think one thing is that Japan is probably more in touch with its traditional side. Maybe so I don't think that it's it I think it's fundamentally Asian the 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 kind of concept of saving and passing on and you know I think that transcends through Asia and that it even in India I mean we never really throw away our, st- our clothes you typically pass it on to your family or relatives you know whatever so I feel like that is fundamentally Asian but probably uh, Japan is uh, it, it it's an interesting place because you know it's this um it's where modernity and tradition coexist you know so i feel like maybe they're more just more in touch with their tra- traditional side so maybe if we can sort of you know you know bring that back even in other asian countries uh because there's something that already exists really so it's about just bringing it back um i think that could be uh something it it could be a way forward right and i'm guessing with all the swaps um events that you've organized you will have different challenges as compared to what we've experienced um like for us one of the many things that we have encountered is really trying to um address the concern of like hygiene and the cultural beliefs of 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 purchasing or using second hand Was it the same thing when you organized the swap? Was there was there a barrier for them to embrace that swapping um, culture? Yeah, I, I think that's interesting because here I feel like the barrier is less, you know. So because and especially because people who come to our swap are people who, you know, they thrift already. So I think the idea of using secondhand clothes isn't necessarily you know a barrier to them of course that is a small kind of segment of the population and of course there will there are always people who are not okay with that um but i think within that sort of thrift community i feel like swap is a nice uh, you know alternative uh, to thrifting as well right and what are like the common challenges that you face um since you have like address or like someone who trip or swaps don't have this concern already what are the common challenges that you face mm. so i think one yeah i think this is something and so as, uh, i think on your other podcast also like people had pointed this out the uh, people really want to give away their stuff right so we sometimes we end up with too much mm. uh, you know so and the whole idea is to kind of minimize waste so you know then we sort of encourage people to uh you all we kind of uh, you know i mean make make like uh entry i mean a fee according to kind of uh, you know whether they want to bring in stuff or whether they want to take back stuff and things like that so try to minimize the waste in that sense um but uh, we try to you know encourage people to it, it i mean we say it's definitely not a dumping ground for stuff you know so mm-hmm. um to bring in stuff that they, they know that people will like and um or, you know or the i think one of someone in our community said this you know bring in stuff that you would give to a friend you know you could use that principle and um you know bring in something and sometimes and the thing is in japan there is also seasons right for seasons mm-hmm. so um uh, sometimes you know if you bring in a summer uh, a summer kind of crop top or whatever in winter i mean it doesn't work because 
you know so so you know we encourage people to bring in seasonal fruits as well right and what are some of your favorite stories um during like swap events or the conversations that you have with the community so um i think it's really special when you know they they uh they, they you know take a picture of themselves in their clothes and then they post it on instagram and stuff and then someone else says oh you know that was my top you know and i think that uh that's really special even during the event i really and this is something i think universally in swap i really like uh, you know when um someone so we have usually have a child area a child room and then they wear the clothes and then people compliment them and say that looks really nice and you know so uh so there's definitely a personal touch to this mm-hmm. um also sometimes we encourage them to kind of leave little notes um with along with their clothes uh saying you know this came all the way from australia or like you know like True. um like this was a gift from someone or you know all of that stuff so i think that adds a kind of personal touch to it so that's really special nice do you think with the whole what's happening in the swap movement that it's becoming more popular and common to everyone do you think at least in tokyo or in japan is it going to be considered another way of consuming or acquiring clothes as compared to the traditional way of just thrifting or do you think this is just going to be a trend mm. yeah so i think um so i think definitely swap and thrifting will coexist uh and i mean so i mean in general not specific to japan but in general the so i'm sure you've seen you know the thread up report and thing which which says that uh thrifting in general like as a broad group mm-hmm. will probably be twice the size of fast fashion in 2029 so i don't yeah so i don't know i mean that seems like a lot i don't know to what extent to believe that number but uh but definitely i think there is a there's a trend in that direction uh as people are beca- especially young people so in japan as well a lot of young people uh, so we have this there is this group called uh, you know by the waseda university uh students they also kind of started a thrift uh university uh, thrift community wow, so wow. um so i think especially young people there's a there's a big trend in you know in this direction um and so i i do expect it to continue uh, especially when uh, if the format is somehow made easier i think right now there's still that you know like okay like you have to go to the event and you have to exchange and stuff so i mean i i feel like with when it's made a little bit easier and more convenient uh, i do definitely see this um really taking up i mean really uh, growing uh because you know you see second hand um brands like you know for example mercari which is a a big second hand site in japan it's really doing well really you know growing very fast so i do expect this to grow so if you do go back to india do you think you will bring the whole swap concept to um india mm, so so yeah that depends if i do go back to india or not but um yeah. if if i do like yeah hypothetically <laughs> um uh so i think yeah definitely i think i i think wherever i am to be honest wherever i am you know uh or I, wherever i go i would like to 
you know, uh, take the swap uh, kind of community with me uh, and take swap to, you know, wherever I can, uh, you know, as well. So because I think it's something that is universally, you know, applicable, universally relevant. Um, and, uh, you know, of course, uh, climate change and, you know, sustainability is it, I mean, it's something that is for everyone, really. So, and fashion is for everyone. Right? So, so I think I would take it wherever I go. Yeah. Totally agree. And I'm happy to hear that. Mm -hmm. So my last question is, what do you think is the power of swapping to you? Okay. This power of swapping, I think to me is about, uh, it's about bringing people together um, with, uh, you know, a shared ownership of things. So, yeah, that's how I would summarize it. Amazing. Thank you so much, Dia, for sharing your stories and how you've built the swapping community in Tokyo. And we are excited to see more of what you will be doing. And even if you will not be staying in Tokyo, we are rest assured that you will continue what you've started. And thank you again for taking the time. And for everyone who tuned in, thanks again also for listening. And we will see you on our next episode. Thank you for joining us. We hope the power of swapping has empowered you to take a step farther towards a more sustainable lifestyle. And if you enjoyed the podcast, make sure to subscribe share it with your friends, and even give us a topic that you would want us to cover next. Thanks for listening. Stay fashionably sustainable.